All right, Devin, man. Appreciate the time. Good to get you back on, you know, before your fight. You got about, what, a week left now. Um, first thing I want to get into is uh, I saw a picture of you and uh, John Jones underneath some rock with a big knife. You know, what's going on in that? We were actually in a cave. It's called the Sandia Cave, and it's um, probably about 40 miles from Albuquerque. And we go up halfway up the Sandia Mountain here, and uh, then we go down a little trail, drive down a trail, then you have to hike up about 10 minutes, and then you're at this cave area, and then it goes quarter to a half mile in. And we, uh, yeah, so we crawled in this in this cave and explored a little bit and faced some fears. Is that something that you do normally? Just go into caves and just go, just go trekking out and just finding things. Uh, yeah, kinda. Um, I do anyways. And um, John ended up joining me on on this adventure. But uh, yeah, I, I pretty much every weekend. I, see, I'm from South Dakota, and it's pretty flat, and there's not much uh, mountains and stuff like that in South Dakota. Um, so when I'm out here in camp, I like to go out to the mountains and explore. I bring my truck out here and go off roading and stuff like that. Yeah, let's talk about the camp. You know, your last fight, I think it's only been four months. Is that the quickest turnaround so far in your UFC career? Uh, maybe. It could yeah. be, yeah. Is, mm -hmm. Does it feel any different for you, you know, not having so much time in between fights? A little bit. Uh, the biggest thing is was the, is that I was healthy after my last fight. Um, I didn't get I didn't break any bones, which is uh, usually I break at least one bone. Uh, so that that uh, you know that slows down recovery time and stuff like that, and time to get back in the cage. So yeah, this time I was healthy and I got right back to work. Um, I was pretty disappointed after that loss and just wanted to get better. So I was back in uh, back in training the the next week back in South Dakota. So how many bones have you broken so far throughout your career? Oh, uh, well, I've broken my thumb a couple times and it's usually reoccurring stuff uh, my thumb and I broke my see a scar another yeah. scar in my hand there I broke that I think that one three uh that middle one three times and then the, the the pinky one I think three or four times and then I broke my foot once or twice um and I had a shoulder deal and you know it's yeah. elbow deal <laughs> so yeah it's you know it's part of the game yeah definitely uh does it ever you know, you've broken your right hand a few times. Your thumb, you said, is reoccurring. Have you? Ever, does yeah. it ever play through your mind when you go out there? You're just like, hey, this is going to probably happen. So you just throw it? It did um, the the next fight after I broke it the original time. And I and uh, it didn't break that next fight, but it broke the, the fight after that. So two fights later. But, it, you know, it, it, it was something that it bothered me a little bit in camp and stuff like that. But... I just always blamed it on scar tissue and cartilage moving around. So uh, just, you know, you just ignore things like that in camp. It's just a thumb. So, um, but thankful for my, my uh, responsible wife making me get it taken care of and getting it fixed, getting surgery on it and stuff like that. Otherwise I probably would have just been like, ah, you know, let it heal on its own. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think every guy could relate to that, you know, just if you don't have yeah. a wife or girlfriend or somebody <laughs> next to you telling you to like go get it checked out, you probably will never get it mm -hmm. checked out, and and it'll probably mess you up for in the long run. Yeah, it's, it's uh that's usually how I am. Yeah. In this camp, I saw that of course you got Jones fighting the week before you, so you guys are running yep. concurrent camps. You also have Juan Adams there; he's fighting on the same card in Houston. Uh, how mm -hmm. how is having Juan there? You know, a new guy come in you know he's quite a character uh, so it must have been fun 
Juan's a fun guy and he's a really nice guy too. He's a good guy to have around the team. He wants to learn. He wants to get better. So it's uh yeah, great addition to the team. And he's a big body. So um yeah, it's always good having a big body, being a big guy. That's not always the case. Sometimes, you know, there's guys here, sometimes there's not. So yeah, anytime we have a big body in here, especially that big, uh almost unrealistic for me, but um, it's good to feel that pressure and that that weight and be able to handle it. It seems like you guys could have a lot to relate to because you guys are coming from like a smaller gym, you know, in in a smaller state and going to a major major team. So uh, mm-hmm. can you, have you kind of like taken him under your wig, so to say? I haven't really had to. He's um, mm-hmm. he was here, I think a week, probably a couple of weeks before I got here. Um, so he had, he was already adjusted pretty well and. Um, uh, I know he gets along with a lot of the guys, so they kind of helped him out getting adjusted and stuff like that and making him feel comfortable. So when I got here, it was pretty much just work. Uh, and then actually he took me under his wing and took me to get my toenails painted, (laughs) 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 uh, a pedicure last week. So that, that was new for me. Uh, but he does it all, he does it all the time. He says, (laughs) so, uh, so yeah, I get when when get the the nails done, nails did. Did you get like you know like uh some designers? What was going on with it? Just colors or what? Um, well, most of the guys that do paint their nails um, usually blame it on oh so my so the nails won't like chip and you know fray off or something like that. But I don't know if it helps or not. But usually they get black. And I have a six year old daughter, and I knew she would appreciate it if I got a little color on it. So I did like purple with like a gold in it, purple, purple with like gold in the middle, kind of. It, it was some kind of special magnetic nail polish. They painted it on there, and then they put like a, a magnet deal on there, and just made it pop. And yeah, it was it was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> you probably went to training the next day. People were like, "What's going on with uh, Devin?" It was it, it was a little weird getting used to it. My coach Wink, he's like, ah, what what's that? And then I told him the reason behind it, or you know, halfway for my daughter. But then, um, having my opponent, <laughs> but uh, knocking my opponent out with with painted toenails would be pretty cool. And uh, so yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay, that, that that makes sense. Definitely a cool picture right there. Now, moving forward, your next fight is against Antigulov. He's another European opponent. You face guys from Poland, Austria, Serbia, now a Russian guy. And you had other fights fall out against European. Why are they making you fight all these European monsters, man? Well, there's a funny story here. Uh, it happened again, actually. And, um, yeah, uh, he he can't make it uh, for visa issues. So I have a new opponent. Okay. Uh, breaking news. Yeah. yeah, breaking news. So I'm fighting... Uh, uh, let's see. It's it's so fresh, it's so new that I I forget his name. Townsend, De, I think it's Daquan Townsend or something like that. Oh yeah, he uh, just fought a couple weeks just, ago. He just fought Bavon Lewis a couple weeks ago and uh, uh lost to him. And uh, I actually used to train Bavon used to train here at Jackson Wings. So um so yeah, it's a new opponent and a little bit of a new game plan, but nothing we can't handle. Uh, and we're just gonna go forward and. Same outcome though. We're gonna get a victory and gonna knock him out too, so, with painted nails. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're going to Rancho, a uh, real Rancho, which is in New yep. Mexico. How far is that from Albuquerque? It's pretty much Albuquerque. It's okay. just like another, you know, a little. It's um, 
like a suburb type deal. Um, but it's yeah, 30 minutes from the gym here. So it's, it's, it's Albuquerque pretty much. So everybody's going to be there. The whole gym, the team, everybody. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's pretty cool and nice. I like fighting at home. It's pretty much home for me, even though I live in South Dakota and I do my camps here, but I've been coming out here for about three years now. And so it's, it's a second home for me. And I know a lot of people and stuff like that. And I love that little bit of edit pressure. You know, it's people wanting to see you do good. Uh, when I fought for LFA or RFA back then, um, it, most of my fights were in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, in my hometown. So I got used to that pressure, and and, uh, and I enjoy it. So it's it's uh, it's going to add to the fight. The main event, also a, a light heavyweight matchup. This one is very pivotal for in the title picture. You got Corey Anderson versus Jan Blakovich. Um, you you face Blakovich. What is your breakdown of this fight? Do you feel like Corey? is going in there as the the favorite i would think so just because Corey's so well-rounded especially after showing that last uh knockout victory um you know uh over uh the brazilian guy um johnny walker uh especially after showing that and then everybody knows he can wrestle so it's uh he's a pretty well-rounded guy but i fought jan and jan's one tough dude and we've seen him uh surprise a lot of people and upset a lot of people uh, so I, I, I can't count him out at all. Definitely. It should be a good fight. You know, went back and forth with wins and losses the last uh, few fights. You know, right now, what would you consider yourself? Would you consider yourself still a prospect or do you feel like you're you're you're, you're a veteran or even even on the verge of being a contender? Um, I'm a I would say a veteran um, and a guy that could pop at any time. So I, and I've had some experience, some ups, like I said, some ups and downs, and I've learned so much. And I fought some really good guys, and I trained with some really good guys. So yeah, I'm one of those guys that could pop at any time. I just got to string to string together a few wins, and and then my name's going to be talked about a lot more. And then and uh, you know that's exactly what's going to happen. I've changed a lot of things, and I've adjusted. And you know you're not you can't do the same thing and then expect different results. So I had to change my game a little bit. Uh, not necessarily change my game, but change the way I go about different things. Um, definitely working on my jujitsu a lot more and stuff like that and trying to be a, a well-rounded fighter and also on my mental game and staying focused and, and not having these little mental errors in these fights that, um, have costed me wins. Uh, cause I, I've had a few of them where I was like, I definitely could have won. Uh, Jan was one of them. Uh, Rakic was well, pretty much all of them, you know, but yeah. I've made a couple, you know, mental, one mental error and that could be a fight, especially at this level. You know, moving forward, you know, you're only 29 years old, man. Like right yeah. now, are you, are you, do you feel like health wise and mentally, do you feel like you're at the beginning of your prime? Because, you know, right now, 29 years old, it's not, you know, where do you, where, you know, people usually think it's like 32 is the prime. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's guys that have proven that's wrong. You got, uh, Cormier and, uh, Yoel Romero. I think he's getting up there in age too. And, um, uh, Holly Holm, I think she's over 35. Yeah. It's, you know, you got these athletes that it, it, they've proven that as long as you stay active and stay grinding, uh, you can compete and later on, you know, until 40 or whoever, you know, however old. So, um, but yeah, I feel, I feel great. Uh, I'm healthy. And like you said, I'm 29, 29 years old and there's still a lot that I want to do in MMA and in the UFC and also, you know, maybe in other sports too. Um, I caught myself looking at, uh, um, Olympic bobsled tryouts 
you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, stuff. Uh, I, I'm an athlete. I love being an athlete. And, you know, I, I don't know how much that would interfere with my UFC career or anything like that, but it's definitely something that I was, that I was looking at just because it, it looks like it would be fun and I feel like I could compete at it. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite movies of all time, Cool Runnings, man. You can't beat that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, uh, was it Herschel Walker, maybe? Yeah, you're that, right, Herschel that, Walker. He, he did the bobsled thing, and, you know, he was still in the NFL at the time. But, um, you know, I just like I like to have fun. And, uh, you know, I, I was born an athlete, and that's that's what I like to do. So, and, uh, you know, I, I love love fighting. I love UFC and I'm going to continue to grow at that. And I'm also going to, you know, uh, definitely have some some plans for retirement too. So after retirement, you know, who knows what I'll do. All right, man. Um, February 15th, UFC on ESPN Plus 25. New opponent, but the same goal in mind. Thank you, yes, Devin, sir. for the time. And uh, good luck on the fight and everything going on outside the cage. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's going to be good. Thank you.